Hello and welcome fellow Awesomeologists to Awesomeology. I'm Sue. And I'm Ben. And in this episode, we're coming to you live from the Wisconsin Credit Union League's 2023 Marketing and Public Relations Workshop. Yeah. That's real people and real audience. Real people, real. promise. Uh, so we're here talking to our new friends from Wisconsin's credit unions about humanizing their brand. And we also have a special guest with us, which we'll get to in just a minute. So, so excited. Thanks everyone for being here. If you are a regular listener, you've heard us talk about, uh, humanizing our brand before, and maybe you've checked out our blog post, shameless plug for the blog, exclamation slash blog. And our live audience here today, one more clap. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> they have all just heard about every word we could think of on the topic. So let's use this time to answer questions, talk strategy. They're all going to bring some questions to the fore for us. But first, if you're ready, Ben. I'm ready. It's time for a brand quiz. Uh, Let's introduce Denise first. You want to introduce Denise and then we'll do our grand Sure. So we are so happy to have uh, the speaker who opened the day with us today, Denise Weimar. This audience is so good at applause. Oh my gosh. And she's from Zest AI, but Denise, I'll let you introduce yourself. All right. Credit Union Lifers started my job as a teller. Woohoo! One for the tellers. And I love marketing. I love all things marketing written a couple books about it and talked about that today love tattoos and all things you know fun yeah name yeah. of the book tattoos the ultimate proof of a successful brand available on amazon.com nice well done we're so good at the shameless plug today i love it awesome okay we're ready okay so i'm going to take this off so i can hear myself what you all don't know is that we prepared to do this uh workshop last year and I created this quiz last year and Ben has been waiting 13 months to know what this quiz is. He has no idea. So fun. And it's just been sitting in our network drive and he has no idea. So it's fun. So we have six questions, six branding questions, true or false. And I'm going to give you, uh, Ben and Denise are going to take turns. Okay. Okay. So here we go. You ready? If I don't know, can I pass to him? Um, I haven't made it's up It's like rules. a game show? Yeah. No. So you can do whatever you okay, want. Okay, cool. You can nice. just don't like walk away. Okay, okay. That's all I'm asking. Okay. Who wants to go for oh, ladies first? Okay. Obviously, ladies first. True or false? True. <laughs> <laughs> the iconic spokesperson, Betty Crocker, was the wife of a director of the Washburn Crosby Company. They were the millers of gold metal flour and the predecessor of General Mills. Is that true or false? That sounds so true. You've, you've been tricked by copywriting. Have so, I? Yeah, but that oh, is false. gosh. And you said it with such confidence. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Betty was not a single person. The name was created oh, no. as a way to personalize responses to questions. And if you guessed that name has a meaning behind it, you're right. Crocker was chosen in honor of a popular company director. So it was his last mm -hmm. name. And they chose Betty because it sounded like a friendly name. In the 50s. And it is. In the 50s. Yeah, it was perfect. So friendly. Such a Betty. Nice. Yeah. Okay, Ben, you ready? <sighs> Pressure's on. In March of 2018, Wendy's took its penchant for internet beef into the world of music, releasing a hip hop mixtape called appropriately We Beefin'. 
so funny. The five track album debuted on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. True or false? So I'm a super fan of their Twitter or X account, whatever it's called now. Um, so it really makes me want to say true, but it almost seems too cool to be true. So I'm going to say false. It's true? It's true. Songs, it included songs like Twitter Fingers, Holding oh. It Down, Rest in Grease, Clownin', and Four for Four Dollars. It captured and elevated the fast food chain's beloved sense of humor and did so in a way that was perhaps surprisingly actually good in musical terms. I believe it. Wow. Uh, Thrillist even said you could probably put a mixtape on your friends wouldn't even notice it was a marketing stunt and not a standard hip-hop album. Look at that. Look at that. And I just got clowning a burn track. Clown, I guess. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, okay. clowning. Everybody get it, clowning. Love it. Yep. Okay. And let me just say, I refuse to call Twitter X. I know. The too. fact that they killed Larry Bird. <laughs> How can you do that? What's the bird's that name? Larry? His name was Larry Bird. They killed him? Yes, he's gone. Oh, not the real Larry Bird. Well, no, but Larry Bird, Might the well. Twitter bird. I know, so Twitter is my ex. You know what I'm okay. saying? <laughs> and it was a bad breakup. It was right? a bad breakup. Okay. <laughs> okay, Denise, in a commercial from 1961 okay. featuring the Flintstones, Fred and Barney are shown sneaking away to enjoy a smoke break with a fresh pack of Winston cigarettes. Oh. True or false? Oh, okay. I was born in 1962, so I wasn't around to see this commercial. Let me just make it clear. <laughs> we just want to make sure you know. <laughs> I'm thinking they're smokers because they were in construction. So I'm going to go with true. I like that. Yeah. That is, yes, it is true. Very early in the show's original, yes. <laughs> in the show's original six year run of commercial shows, Fred, Barney, Wilma, and Betty outside doing household chores. Fred and Barney decide to sneak around the backyard and take a smoke break away from Wilma and Betty. Well, the women are hard at work. Uh, they remark they hate seeing their wives work so hard. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so to fix the problem, they go and take a smoke break. <laughs> I miss the 60s, right? As the only guy in this room, I will not make any comments. Thank you. Right <laughs> that is not endorsing that behavior. Right. Ladies. Okay. You ready? Ready. Here we go, man. In 1965, an interviewer asked now legendary Bob Dylan, folk singer Bob Dylan, what it would take for him to sell out. And his reply was, ladies' undergarments. True to his word, despite being arguably one of the most famous American singer-songwriters ever, Bob Dylan has never lent his likeness or his music to a commercial. True or false? I'm going to say true because I can't think of it. It is false. <sighs> You can see Bob Dylan looking very on brand and still somehow appearing in a 2004 Victoria's Secret commercial no. featuring his song Love Sick. Look it up. All it right. is like, wow. It's trippy, is what it is. It's just not right. <laughs> okay, Denise, here's one from after you were born. Okay, thank you. Uh, one 1998 Super Bowl ad featured gerbils being shot out of a cannon at a wall with the company's logo on it. True or false? 1998? I'm going to say PETA's all over that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're no, no, it can't be. False. I say false. Uh, well, you are both right and wrong. PETA was all over it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it is true. The now defunct online retail outpost.com and see this commercial if you have not. It is hilarious. Featured an announcer explaining that they want you to remember their name. 
And that's why they were going to fire gerbils out of a cannon into the O in outpost. Uh, and interestingly, a quick Google told me, you can find it on uh, both the best of and the worst of Super Bowl ad lists that you can find. On so YouTube. were any gerbils harmed in the making no, of that commercial? Okay. Oh, okay. They were not real gerbils. Thank goodness. Yeah, because Peter was very upset. Yeah. So am I. So are you. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Okay, Ben, final question. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, singer Sarah McLaughlin said of the ASPCA commercial featuring her music, I'm not even really sure why they asked me to do that. It's a sad song. It seems to affect people, but I don't really like animals that much. I'm allergic to pet dander. True or false? False. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be false. You smoked it out, man. You yeah. smoked it out. It is, it's false. Set to her emotional 1997 ballad, Angel. Featuring shots of sad-looking pets, long-running ads are, quote, brutal, the singer acknowledged. Um, and, but it's for an important reason, so that the viewers, quote, bring their wallets out. Worked on me. Yeah. Worked yeah. On yeah. Me. <laughs> wallets and tears for the yeah. record. Yeah. That's true. That's Every and time. I think, uh, I think it was a tie. I didn't keep. It was a tie. It was a tie. Actually, it's bad. Oh. I should, oh, one to one. Should have kept score. Yep. Good <laughs> work, work on that brand quiz. All right. So let us switch gears. It yeah. is time to open up our uh, microphone. To yeah. Questions. Any questions? Questions from the audience. For the record, we were the session after lunch and at the end of the day, so everyone's brains are mush right now. Right. So if anyone has the courage for a question, so ask us mad personal respect. questions. Ask us anything at all. Ask me about my outfit so I can tell you it has pockets. Whatever you want to. <laughs> and I will say, what there's 30 people that attended. In a marketing, and it's not a women's event, but it is 100% attended by women, which is awesome. Because why? What do we say? Women are the best. Yeah, they are. Our team is uh, four females and two males, and nice. we're better because of it. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. And I'm not just sucking up to the group. I, that's real. But a little. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. And remember, you can ask a question for Denise, too, if you can remember back to yeah. her presentation this morning. Do you, Denise, you just want to redo your presentation? Yeah, I'm going to start, if you don't just mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start from the beginning. No, but I will say, um, women like to get done, right? Yeah. And if you look at my LinkedIn profile, it says GSD after it. And people think that's some kind of, you know, designation. And very few people have had the courage to ask me, like, what that is. It means get done. <laughs> I awarded it to myself. <laughs> if you're courageous enough to ask a question, you can have my socks. We have more socks, too. I, I should Tell them about that. the socks. We, so we are giving away, we have exclamation socks. They are beautiful rainbow colored socks. They are comfortable. You can give them as gifts. No one will know that you just got them for free. Tie them in a knot, give them to your dog, whatever. Yeah. Whatever works. I mean, it, you know. Worst case scenario. You could, you could yeah. Yeah. Okay, hearing no questions, we will go to our pre-planned questions. Nicely done. Thank you. So, we talked a lot about humanizing our brand. And uh, I think we, we can pivot this question a little bit so that we can include Denise, who was not but should have been with us when we were building our brand. 
um, just because we like her so much. Right. Uh, so my question for you, Ben, and then Denise, any input, any thoughts that you have on this is, what was your fondest memory of creating a brand? Oof. Great. So a brand, or are you talking about when we are well when we were building the simplicity brand? Or yeah, okay. Um, so I mean, I think. Are you cheating on a brand? No. Probably. Okay. No. Just um, so I, uh, I think, and I mentioned this a bit in um, uh, my portion of our session today, uh, had a section of it dedicated to lifting up the people on uh, the team. And I feel like, I don't know, gosh, it sounds like a, this feels like a cheesy answer, but um, everybody on the team played a role in it, you know? And I think that both that um, was, uh, you know, just really important to like help and build a team, a new and fresh team, because when the Simplicity rebrand happened, we were a, pretty much a brand new team at that time. Um, and uh, so, you know, it was like an amazing kind of like team bonding experience for us. And um, as the department that were kind of, you know, chief apostles for the brand and everything like that, um, to have the buy-in from everyone was just really important to that whole process, you know, to help, you know, lay the foundation of feeling ownership and making decisions for the brand and for the organization going forward. So I, I really am like proud of and um, definitely have some fond memories of how everybody got involved in the process along the way. Well, you can call cool. it team bonding. Some people call it trauma bonding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, it is Never heard that. That's good. <laughs> Awesome. Denise, what about you? Fond memories of building a brand? Yeah, so I worked at um, Del Norte Credit Union at the time, and we did Net Promoter Score. How many of you do Net Promoter Score at Credit Union? Yeah, really popular. And um, the number two reason that people were loyal to us was because we were a co-op. And a lot of people don't think that matters. And I was thrilled because I was like, wow, number one is service, right? Number two is co-op. So get the marketing team together and I'm like, we can't ignore this. Like, this is really cool that they like that we're a co-op. So we knocked around some ideas and, and I, I Google, put in the Google machine, co-ops, Northern New Mexico, and several popped up. There was a preschool co-op, a beer co-op, grocery co-ops, electrical co-op. And so we were like, oh, we gotta keep a co-op. We came up with like, on the fly, we came up with this keep a co-op. Our, we had a graphic designer, we had the luxury of a really good graphic designer, and I'll never forget because we're like in this basement room and he's like knocking out logos and keep it co-op, this is going to be so cool. We did the total opposite of what you should do in marketing planning <laughs> because we created this whole logo, we were so enamored with the name of the logo and we had no plan. But what it turned out to, to be is we contacted all those co-ops and said, hey, you guys want to get together and you know for coffee and we can you know kind of knock out some ideas. One meeting in Los Alamos over coffee, every single co-op signed on, and they are still together today, 11 years later. Wow. And they built the very first, I get all choked up, co-op park in Los Alamos. We raised $150,000. Wow. All cool. together, all these co-ops working together to show the cooperative difference. Yeah. So, awesome. That, one. that yeah. is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. That has successfully shamed my answer, but I can tell you what <laughs> uh, it, it, And it was, it was one of those things, we talked uh, in our presentation about these tiny choices, little mm -hmm. micro choices that we made. And the thing that came to my mind when I wrote this question on the page was uh, very early, we, early on we decided that we wanted uh, consistency in our social media and mm -hmm. we wanted 
because when we took over the Simplicity brand and started working in marketing, um, we would, the cadence, there was no cadence for social media. It was, we would have something to say, it's they, something would get posted mm -hmm. and then a week would go by and then three things really rapidly and then a month would go by. Like it was, so we decided the first year um, that we're going to turn that into every day. We're going to post something every single day on social media. And then it turned into strategy of what, what can that be? It's not, it's, it's not going to be ads every day. So what is it? And uh, I remember the day that we decided that the weekend could be, uh, could be less serious. The rest of the week was not that serious, but the weekend was like, it was like fun time. It was like playtime. And uh, I had an idea for, I had an idea for social media posts. I was doing, I was doing the social media stuff at that time. And I went to bed and I had a picture of a cat and I had seen somewhere that cats can tell when you have had a hard week, right? So this is a Saturday post. This is going to be the fun way that we're going to have uh, something on Saturday. And I said to him, I want to post this to say, cats can tell when you're stressed and have had a hard week, but they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and is that okay? And he's like, yeah, that's funny. I don't know. I, I hope you still think it's funny. But I, I don't know why you wouldn't do it. There's nothing wrong with that. And the fact that we had a conversation, but you know, it's credit unions and you're sensitive about mm -hmm. somebody going to be like, oh, but my cat is so sweet and he would care if I had a bad week. No, he's a cat. He doesn't care. But <laughs> that, to me, that told me like, this is a watershed moment. This is the moment that we are taking control of this thing, yeah. that we are building something that has, that's going to have a voice. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's going to get noticed. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. And, and, and not by PETA. Because yeah, it was right. Either. No cats right. were harmed. Right. Exactly. Just yeah. mocked. Just a picture is frankly just a picture. Of <laughs> You're letting the angry cat do what they do best, which right. is ignore your feelings. And, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah. No, right. that's a, that's a great story though, um, especially um, you know because we. Um, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, you were telling me how good I was. Yeah, because Sue, you're just so awesome. Yeah, No, but um, a lot of what we were talking about today is like some of the challenges that you have to overcome and maybe some of the feedback you have to hear when you do some of these things to like humanize your brand and maybe shape your voice a little differently and posting something like that, which is not at all related to credit unions or loans or checking accounts or anything like that can maybe raise some eyebrows and people can be like, why, what are we, why are we talking about this stuff? We're a credit union. Um, but as much as, as that stuff happens, and we need to have a conversation with them about why we're doing that stuff. Um, we, I do also recall, I don't know if it was that post in particular, but we've had it happen several times where we post some of that more casual life human sort of content. Mm -hmm. um, and we've gotten some comments and I remember one in particular where somebody actually like screen snipped it, shared it on their own page and said, this is my credit union. How awesome is this? You know, and mm -hmm. it was just a post that had nothing to do with anything. Mm -hmm. And like that was one out of one of those moments where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that's why we're doing this, you right. know, because people notice, you know, they they care about the difference, you know. Right. Yeah. And it, that I don't know if we realized at that time that that was the way we were yeah. creating a conversation. Right. With people, it mm -hmm. was, and I was just being a dork. Yeah, we were just being goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, cheers to us. That hasn't changed. Yeah, <laughs> the goofiness. So, um, any 
Any questions? Oh, we got a question. Oh, we got awesome. a question. Everyone. I'm so excited. Questions. Questions. Yay. Yay. <laughs> We're so excited. Remember, uncomfortably, uncomfortably close, close, close to the microphone. Closer. Hello. Almost kiss it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right here. Perfect. Okay. So um, I recently graduated college in May. So, <laughs> um, so I'm just starting my professional career. Um, so I was just wondering if you guys had like any advice for me, not only starting breaking into the credit union world, but also just like in the marketing area. Awesome. Great question. Anyone want to go first? I will. You go first. You, I said this in the, this morning that marketing people are the best because we're the most fun. Always have fun. What she talked about, the cat too, just don't take ourselves too seriously. I mean, what we market feels like it's not that sexy, right? Checking, savings, loans, all that kind of stuff. What we do, the work matters, right? What we do, the work matters. And so just have fun and do good work. Love it. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. So you mentioned new to credit unions too. So I am not a credit union lifer. I went to school for graphic design and owned my own business for a little over a decade before uh, falling into credit unions, as many of us do, right? Uh, falling, rising into credit unions, as many of us do. Yeah. But um, so I joined the Simplicity Credit Union team like six months after they, uh, after we rebranded. Um, and it was like day three on the job, I think, and I got a call from another credit union that was like, hey, we just saw you guys rebranded, love the name, love the look. Who'd you hire? How much did you pay him? What was the process like? Like, ask me all these questions. And so the entrepreneurial world that I come from is print marketing, um, digital marketing, super competitive, cutthroat, no secrets shared ever, right? And so, you know, I have this, who I kind of perceived as a competitor, um, asking me all these questions about our rebrand and I'm like, Whoa. you know, so I totally played the dumb card. I'm like, I don't know, I just started here three days ago. Let me uh, talk to my boss, I'll see what I can find out and I'll get back to you or whatever. So I call my boss up as soon as I hang up and she's like, yeah, tell him, we're a cooperative, we're, mm -hmm. we're a credit union, that's what we do, we share information. And it was like mic drop moment for me. I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. so glad I'm here because you know, immediately, whatever credit union you're with, however big you are, um, or small you are, um, you've got this network of people that are here to help and mm -hmm. help you and help your members. You know? And you never see that in banking. Never right. see that in banking. Right. That's yeah. why I love it. Or a lot of industries, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so um, I guess the advice or whatever from that is just like never forget about the cooperative difference, the credit union difference. Play that card as often as you can because it's, it's real, even if um, at times the day-to-day -day makes it feel mm -hmm. not real ever. So. Yeah, I sometimes forget about that because my whole grown-up career has been in credit unions. So to, yeah, you forget, don't know anything different. I forget yeah. there was a difference. I started in retail. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got I've got a face for retail, right? <laughs> uh, but I forget that there is that difference in mm -hmm. in the industry. Yeah. yeah. So my life advice for any marketer, any any time somebody asks me like, "What's the big What's the big marketing advice?" is you don't have to do anything unless it's the right thing to do. Because I think we we get approached by people saying, oh, well, they say you have to be on TikTok now. Yeah. Oh, no, no, we don't. It might be, that might be the right yeah. thing to do, but I don't have to be there. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I get to, I need to find out who am I talking to. It's all yeah. the same thing. Let yeah. me just restart my yes, please. presentation yeah. again. Uh, you know who you, you have to find out who you're talking to and you have to be where they are going mm -hmm. to be. So anytime somebody approaches you with, oh, well, so-and-so heard this thing on the radio and now we have to do radio. Mm -hmm. No, no. Yeah. Maybe it might be the right thing to do, but we have to figure out if it's right. And that's where that brand filter comes in that I talked about. Mm -hmm. That's your compass. Right. If it doesn't fit that compass, just because every all the other kids are doing it, right? And that's where the usually the board will come to you. I went to a conference and I heard all these other people are doing it. We need to do it. That's when their filters the bottom line, the only filter. And if you compete with the same filter, you're going to lose. What if all the cool kids are doing it? Does that make a difference? How cool are they though? Like cool like us. Well, <laughs> then you should. Then, do then it. you R and D it, rip off and duplicate. <laughs> yes. There you go. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Any other questions? Oh, we have another one. She got it started. Yeah, so I know. All right, so a little less technical, but fun. So for your brand, for your filter, maybe personally, if you could have one song play every time you step foot into a room, what would it be? Oh, God, I love it. And this, maybe you have to think. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually got to speak at this big conference in Las Vegas. Can't remember what it's called. It's Credit Union one. It's a bunch of volunteers. Anyways, like 4,000 people. And they actually called and said, what's your walk-on music? I had to Google that, by the way, like walk-on music. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I get like, I get a song. So I gave it a lot of thought, but here's what, when you do a walk-on song, it can't really be your favorite song because it might have too long of an intro. You're maybe gonna get 10, 15 seconds. So it's gotta be a song that just starts out like, boom. So my walk-on music, every time I hear this song too, I love it. Led Zeppelin's Cashmere. Ah, uh, nice, good one. Isn't it? Yeah. And when yeah. it's on a really good, it was so, so badass. Yeah. It was so awesome. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. You got one? I, the first thing that came to mind, and that's all you're getting because I'm not thinking beyond this, <laughs> uh, is, this is so bad. Um, the first song that came to mind for me was Brick House by the Country. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I yeah. love that song so yeah. much. That's a good one. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, mine, speaking of walking into a boom, kickstart my heart, Motley Crue, that big <laughs> yeah. guitar, black yeah. Motorcycle and yeah. everything. Yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's good. Love it. That's a great question, by the way. Yeah. I like it. So what would, yeah, what would be the theme song for your brand? That's a good oh. question. When, when we... I don't know why you just gestured to Because me, I think we're thinking the same thing. But I love thing, right? you for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I was going to say was, I think when we, when we were building the brand, he was basically like a Jack Johnson fan. It was mm -hmm. that, he mm -hmm. had like this very groovy vibe. But what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say when we developed our background audio for our commercial and our jingle, one of the first projects like that that we did. Do you remember the song that we used as our inspiration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what was his name? Milky Chance. Yes. <gasps> I love that yes. song. No, it's got it's got that real kind of Oh, I love yep, that song. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So, that's good. Right, yeah. that's like totally his. It's kind of an obscure totally song. song. But that's all in the same like that's the same playlist. Yeah. 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 That a little bit of Jack Johnson. Right. Yeah, that's pretty And good. maybe like, and then there's some Britney just because he's just, chill like that. Because she's Britney, bitch. That's why. <laughs> Come on. Okay, so since we're talking about music, I like to ask this question to people. What was the first concert you ever went to? Mm, the first concert I ever went to was Reba McIntyre at the Central Wisconsin State Fair. And I realized 
two years ago when we had a garage sale, I accidentally sold my <gasps> autographed album. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Someone went home and went, what? Right, right. And framed it or yeah. sold it on eBay. Probably. Yeah, they probably, probably sold it on eBay. eBay. That's what hurts. How about you? Mine was 2001. The openers, openers were Deftones, Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, with Metallica as the main show. Holy Rocker. It was awesome. Holy it was awesome. He looks like a nice boy. I listen yeah. to all is of it. it. I listen to all of it. Is he a tough guy? guy? I listen okay. to everything. Mine was, it was a date, okay? And it, the guy's name was actually Roy Rogers, and he drove a brown Pinto. Okay, so let's set the stage. I love it. Got a picture. <laughs> but he had tickets, and it was a date. So, you are you know, I don't have to pay, right? But it was One Hit Wonder, Wild Cherry, Play that funky music, my boy. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. No notes. Yeah. No notes at all. They played the song three times because they didn't have that many. Stop it. <laughs> and it was back when there was festival seating. You probably don't remember this, but it's illegal now because people died. But you had to queue up, right? And so you had to get there early. And we pushed our way to the front. And I got to touch the lead singer's hand and everything. Yeah. And one date with Roy, by the way. One date with Roy. because. Yeah. He, Roy was not the guy. He was creepy. Roy was not yeah. the one. No, yeah, he, okay. he was creepy. I Sorry, think I, I got out of the car before it stopped. Wow. Actually. <laughs> I hope that you said, I'm jumping off the yeah. I'm gone. Tuck, tuck and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Roy. I know. Let's look him up again. Yeah. He's probably a millionaire. He owns Facebook yeah. stocking. <laughs> Last call for questions. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we know that marketing, the job never stops. We've mentioned that a couple times today. Um, and I think we've alluded to this, but what do you guys do to kind of implement fun in your day or like take breaks as a team or how does that process kind of work for you guys? Because it's important. Yeah, awesome. Good question. We've got a couple examples on our team, so um, I'll steal one and maybe you can think of at least one of the others. So okay. um, we do uh, something that uh, I think literally in our calendars is called bi-weekly fun time. So every two weeks we set aside at least 30 minutes where we do something. Just sometimes it's we bring in uh, the iPad or computer and we play a Jackbox game or we do trivia or table topics, a little game with cards and you just start conversations. We'll go get coffee. Uh, about a month ago we did an hour and we went and did a behind the scenes tour of our local zoo, which one of our teammates is really active oh, on the funny. board and everything. Yeah. So we got to like feed Kodiak bears and stuff. It was awesome. So, um, yeah, just like, I think putting it in your calendar, doing it like that's just mm -hmm. crucial and we love it. We're so fun that we have to schedule it. Right. Just to give you an idea <laughs> that's of cool. how much fun. I, one of my favorite things that we, and I don't know how we've evolved into being these people, but we have, really turned into arts and crafts people in a very weird and unhinged mm. way. We it started we did a series for TikTok that was connected to a blog about uh being prepared for inclement weather. And you know, wrote serious serious blog, um, just information, what people can do to be ready for inclement weather because it's Wisconsin and mm -hmm. you know, and we're in like a nice tornado tornado area. Um, and then we knew we wanted to do TikTok videos, and they turned into videos where we made people out of popsicle sticks. It was just oh, the most that. fun and unhinged looking thing. 
that. So were they running from the tornado? Yeah, the, yes. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> that is exactly how they ran. So there were dogs and cats, and we had a popsicle stick in a wheelchair. It was inclusive. <laughs> and that sort of became uh, like arts and crafts time. So we've done, we did that one. We did it. Uh, we do a yearly planning and we did an activity with, and, and it is, when I say arts and crafts time, don't think, oh, but they're marketers and they do digital and everything and it's probably very fancy. It is glue sticks and it is paper and it is craziness. And we, we made hand puppets one time. I, that's one of my favorite things yeah. that we do. That's it's cool. so, because it's tactile. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And stupid. Yeah. It's also stupid. <laughs> so I have to brag about Zest where I work now. 120 employees and half work remote. So People Ops has done the most amazing job of keeping, because I'm a remote worker. So at home, I've got a dog and all kinds of happiness, you know, my home. But you don't really feel like you're part of the culture. If you're in Burbank, where we're headquartered, and I get to go back there, they get Manny's, Petty's, it's dog friendly, they bring in lunch. I mean, it's it's just really, really cool. So the remote people, they're always trying to find ways like to engage us. We get Grubhub gift cards all the time and special things and special little gifts. But they'll have a week or monthly lunch bite, they call it. And have you guys ever played the cahoots? game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we do these hilarious and there's cash and prizes and people are super competitive <laughs> and it's a big company, but they just do the most amazing job. People ops, shout out to people ops at Zest AI. They do the most amazing job of making everyone have fun and feel like part of the Zest family. They go out of their way to do it. It's really nice. difficult. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. For a remote team, that's mm -hmm. especially yeah. impressive. That's really, really cool. cool. I love working here. Well, we've, uh, this has flown by. We've got people that have to drive home, so we want to make sure we end somewhat on time. Uh, so we should probably wrap up with our Something Awesome segment. So this is where we share recommendations for things that have happened or books that we want to read, cool stuff to see, go and do and stuff. Uh, so um, each of us will share something, and we're putting Denise on the spot that she'll come up with something because she wasn't ready for this. But uh, I'll kick it off, and I'll say I am like four days back from a whole bunch of PTO, uh, some good time out of the office. And one thing that my family went and did was Bay Beach. Anybody here from the east side of the state? So apparently I went to Bay Beach, which is in the Green Bay area, uh, when I was like seven or eight or something, I don't remember any of it, but um, I went and from what my mom uh, shared with me after I debriefed the event with her, um, it hasn't changed. So the tickets are a quarter. Most of the rides take one ticket oh, to go on. There's a few big ones, like a big Ferris wheel that take a few more or whatever. I fed my whole family on like $13. Um, <laughs> so great. our uh, seven-year-old son, year-and-a-half-year-old daughter, uh, we just had an absolute blast for That's like cool. $30 uh, for like a whole afternoon in Green Bay. And it was just a beautiful day, right? You know, Bay Beach right on the bay. So just beautiful scenery and everything. So if you haven't been to Bay Beach, check it out. It was super cool. That's cool. Nice. So I love Netflix. <laughs> I'm always looking for something to binge. And I came upon a, a show called Fisk. Have you guys seen this? Yes, it's Australian. The woman that stars in it also wrote it. It is one of the best written shows. My husband, who usually like, eh, he loved it so much, and we watched them all twice. It is the funniest. You just want to just laugh out loud funny. It's not sitcom slapstick. 
It's just really good dialogue. And then when I found out that she was a writer, it made it all the more better. But it's Australian, so really cool accents. Um, so they dropped this first episode. There's a whole nother season, but because it's Australia, they've not brought it to the U.S. yet. But in 2024, there will, because it's one of those ones like, I want more, you know, soon as it's over. But Fisk, who knew? Yeah, it was just laugh out loud funny from the first like three minutes. It was awesome. so funny. Did you watch Fleabag? Oh, yeah. So similar to Fleabag? Not raunchy. Not raunchy. Fleabag was really raunchy. raunchy. Yeah. Fisk yeah. is very wholesome. The children can be in the room for Fisk. Yeah. But it's it's more, it's about, it's this divorced attorney and she's just got this, I, don't, I can't even, it's hard to describe, but the dialogue is really smart, mm. funny, and unexpected. And that's what makes you laugh. It's like, oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> awesome. Nice. I'm going to check that out. But I did love Fleabag. So good. Watch Fleabag too. That's not my recommendation. It's raunchy. But it is a recommendation and it is raunchy. Uh, especially <laughs> The Hot Priest, which is the best part. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is not my recommendation. As long as we're talking about humanizing your brand, I want to talk about the absolute ultimate human brand and my recommendation to go and see the Barbie movie. Who's seen it? Yeah. yeah, I heard it's really good. It is. It. This is. This is not an endorsement mm -hmm. from the from our organization, but uh, I thought it was smart. I thought it was very well done. It was poignant. Mm -hmm. It was. I don't normally laugh out loud in a movie. I yeah. laughed out loud. Yeah, and which feels good, doesn't it? Right. We need to laugh. Right. Yeah. I I felt like. Uh, as a um, as a late stage feminist, I felt good about the feminist undertones there. Mm -hmm. uh, I loved I loved everything about it, and I'm not going to be able to stop referring to Ben as Ken. I can't. It is. I can see that. Yeah, he's yeah, just, he's just Ken doll. I told you guys this when we started out. He is Ken, and his job is Beach. <laughs> I can dig it. Yeah, it was so good. Take and I'm not normally what we do when we have our recommendations, we include a link to them. I'm not including a link because I encourage everyone to go on Google and just Google the Barbie movie and see what it does because it's fantastic. Nice. Ooh. Because why not? And with that, it's time to wrap up. Friends, it was awesome having you. <laughs> yes, more, more. I'm just going to play that for myself when I'm feeling like I need a pump up. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to our listeners and thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Denise, mm -hmm. for being here with Thanks us. Thanks for having me. This is your uh, reminder. You can always catch us on your favorite podcast app. So everybody who's leaving this conference and you have to drive home, if you have a long drive, we have, um, I don't know how many... This is our 16th episode this year, right. but I don't know how many more. We have lots of episodes you could listen to on the way back. Awesomeology, Snake of the Podcast. You can catch us um, on your favorite app, and you can also see uh, all of our podcasts on our blog at exclamationcuso.com slash blog. You got it. Thank you, friends, for tuning in. Be awesome, and see you next time. One more applause. <laughs> The Osmology Podcast is a production of Exclamation Services. Thanks to Nick Mulliver for sound production and Kylie Ganther for our cover artwork. 
Executive producers are me, Ben Bauer, and my friend, Suzanne Campbell.